Well, hey, how are you doing? Hey, you know, I'm I'm pretty good. Pretty well, good. How about yourself? I'm minus I'm the uh, non-injury. Yeah, we're getting we're getting through an injury. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's gonna be good. We're gonna come back stronger. That's what. Yeah, it's happened. like that. It's like that. Mark Marquez, right? They took it off, put it back on, specifically designed for motorcycle racing. Yeah, I got the 30 to, 32 degree rider mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, everyone, welcome back to the show. Uh, hope you all enjoyed the holidays. We're looking to do just a quick uh, year-end recap and I think cover cover our year, our year in review and our year with, with you guys, the listeners. So stay tuned for the show and uh, hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Well, who's bringing this one to us today? Oh, oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Once again, welcome back to your favorite motorcycle podcast uh podcast for every motorcycle rider in the world but especially those that are either currently going to the track or interested in going to the track and getting on the grid the fastest place you can find a motorcycle this week brought to you by working class customs that is a custom fabrication shop out of northern utah gas cold there for any more info let's roll the intro nice yesterday at one point i was in six and we're back we're back and live and all that stuff yeah we're we're all alive uh first off hope everyone had a, a great holiday and hope you have a good one coming up here uh gonna try and keep this pretty short because i know many people probably have family in town or you're out buying motorcycle with that after christmas sale so I'll let you get back to that there's an after christmas sale there's gotta be one somewhere i'm <laughs> i'm looking for them trust me Nobody told me the motorcycles are all put in the storage shed around here. Yeah. Well, you know, different climates, different. We're, we're supposed to be in the seventies most of the week out here. So thanks for that. Headed to the beach. Uh, Hey, can I do a quick uh, shout out? Do you mind? Hit it. All right. Sweet. Yeah. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Andrew. I'll keep your last name to yourself, but you know who you are. Thanks for listening. One. Thanks for hitting us up with a question. Andrew took us up on our offer of hitting us with a question and getting some advice from us hopefully that advice came in strong he does own a kawasaki so you know it is what it is now i'm just kidding but anyway just want to give you a quick shout out andrew thanks for that question thanks for following hope to see you again and hope to see you out on the track i heard you're going to the ridge so super pumped for you about that love anyway. the ridge love the ridge the ridge is good is that what it's, is that where we're starting with the the year in review we didn't even make it to the ridge i guess i mean we can start there but Let's talk about the year in review. I think you you might have had a little bit of an off year. But it, I mean, uh, yes and no. What do you mean? Well, I, you know what? I take that back. I'm sitting here thinking that sometimes I am made to feel guilty in my house because of all the tracks I was able to go to this year and all the things I was able to participate without you. And yeah. it made me forget how many events you did actually go to. Yeah, I mean, I did an okay year. Um, definitely had a couple bigger ones, which kind of meant that the smaller ones were fewer and far between. But uh, I think, you know, that's part of 
you know, moving from somewhere where you do have a track so close that you know very well to a place that the closest one is two and a half hours, which isn't too bad. I'm not complaining about that per se, but compared to 45 minutes to an hour at max, you know, I can't just wake up in the morning and head down there, you know. Right. So that makes it that makes it a little different, but well, let's let's roll call it real quick. How many how, how many tracks you make it to this year? So that's the big thing is technically I made it to three new ones all in one year, which is not too bad. Uh, but we we went to Roebling Road. That was back in March, I think. Yeah, I think so. And then we came out for Track Day Circus in July. Went so UMC. Yep, which technically was a new track for me because we did the West the weekend after that. So I did the Track Day Circus and then the West track for an Apex Track Days there. And then we came back out here and sat around for a while. Me, not you. You weren't sitting around, but I came back out here, sat around for a while, complained about how I didn't have my motorcycle in Utah and that was no fun. And, you know, I really missed the ridge and blah, 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 being all down on myself or whatever. And then I was like, all right, well, we got to go try out that track that is close to me. That should be my home track. So in October, yep, mid, mid-October, we uh, hit up Carolina Motorsports Park. And with that, I bought a certain vehicle, the Rolling Stable Studio, as we've named it. Which you guys might remember seeing on one of the episodes if you watch here on YouTube, which, by the way, if you're on YouTube and you're, st- you're here, one, if you don't want to stick around for a whole podcast, that's okay. We understand. I got it. It's YouTube. You don't want to just sit in front of your computer for two hours. Go ahead and click the link in the description, head over to our RSS, find whatever spot's good for you, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We got we got them all. Go follow us on there. Follow us on Instagram, at JKMoto Podcast. And if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe because we do just a little bit more than podcasting. So anyway. Absolutely. I think you missed a track, though. You missed an Atlanta track. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, in April. Yeah, you know what? Because we went to we went to Coda, which it wasn't a track day, but new track for me, if you will. And then I came straight from Coda, went to Road Atlanta for Moto America the weekend after. Watch Moto America, but that was the day after I was in Atlanta Motorsports Park. Yeah, I kind of tried to forget that one because it wasn't the <laughs> wasn't the happiest story. Um, <laughs> but we got to yeah. go back next time I'm out there. You got to take me there. Yeah, no, Atlanta Motorsports Park is a sweet sweet little facility you want to talk like facility top notch you know whenever we get to doing a track day there track review there that facility is nuts i mean it's a it's more of a club spot if you will they got the like rider club and driver club there so they've just got villas everywhere and i think i told you about that before but yeah beautiful facility there uh great track for small bikes pretty tight and technical for the big boys, but there's a lot of elevation there too. And it's not like rolling elevation. It's up down elevation hard. So, yep. And then, then we went to Carolina motorsports park, like we talked about, and then made that trek cross country out to Arizona. So out to the podium club at Atessa for the track day massacre so i think i think you might have well it's probably sixes because i made all those with you with the exception of atlanta correct yep but i added chuck walla mm-hmm. so we're even did you go to vegas this year i did not i couldn't afford it okay 
not for the oh. not for the gas money, not for the tires, for other other Vegas <laughs> reasons. Not gambling either, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> so oh, man, the luck so, of Vegas. So that that's interesting. Um, obviously, I, I think I was at the track a lot more than you this year uh, because I was racing. But I mean, that happened this year. I, yeah. I can't, I can't say it's my first year racing anymore. Yeah, I mean, after, you know, this is our last episode of 2023. We'll head it in, into 2024. And um, I think you could maybe, if you're doing any more, well, you yeah, you won't be doing any more of CVMA. But that that's an interesting I might there. But uh, I might. Don't, don't count me out. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what the doctor is going to say about that, but... Well, the doctor, you know, in the words of Mark Marquez, just swing the door open and head on out to track. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's, uh, I mean, let's recap on that. When, I don't even remember exactly when you got, because you didn't get your license like last year in prep for this year. You got it this year. Yeah, I got it. I got it this spring. I took my new racer school back in March, I think. So yeah, I think it had to be a little bit later than that. I thought it was April or even May, maybe. Well, whatever it was, I ended up missing the first round because I was overseas. Right. And and then uh, we. Oh, what a what a year, man! The the racing thing, the racing thing. I'm addicted. You know that. I'm coming yeah. back. It, <laughs> you know, it was a it was a bucket list item. And that's what I was gonna say. For, for you, it was always just gonna. I remember like. I, th- I think it started last year a little bit. You're like, I need more. Like, this, is, this is cool. I like what we're doing. I'm, I'm happy doing that for a while, but I can't. I got to get something. And you know, peeking. I mentioned all the time, but back on, the, back on the back on the wall over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so it was a. We we talk about this all the time, but for me, I'm a big bucket list guy. Um, and I've had a I've had a fortunate life apparently. Because I've emptied the bucket out multiple times and you, you find out when you get to be my age, sometimes you got to throw things back in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm curious, kind of just a little bit more than a year, but a few years ago, you had a bucket list item. A few years ago, you were a guy with two Harley Davidsons and a little Honda S- SL. 175 cl yeah cl yeah cl that's right yeah we figured out the the actual so i mean from that bucket list to to where we are now you happy about it is it something people should do is it worth because no no offense but you're you're an older guy right yeah uh yeah i wasted a dollar 99 renting the johnny rock page documentary Johnny Rock Page. Look him up. He's. Do I want to? No, he's before both our times. Okay. Um, my time in the sport and your time, but he's relatively my age. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy that started an ATM company, made a lot of money, set up set up the people to keep working on the ATMs so that he could just concentrate on other things, and he wanted to be a super bike racer. All so, right. He was racing in the AMA and I've heard, I've heard things about him over the years, but I never really paid too much attention, but there is a documentary. It's not worth renting, <laughs> but, uh, 
and we're it's not like amazon prime is trying to advertise here so yeah we're all good he's quite the character and a big narcissist and that's what the show's about is what okay kind of a piece of garbage he is and but he was racing and he was making the grids but he was still making grids in ama or in moto america at 46 years old oh there you go all right and he, he got a he got a late start. He started at like thirty five. So you're saying there's a chance. So I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's good. No, so yeah. just so the people listening know, I mean, to be fair, I didn't go directly to racing. So I had a bucket list. The bucket list said put a bike on a track. Uh, we accomplished that, and that was way funner than let's just go knock that off the bucket list and be done with it. We wanted to keep going, so. Quickly, I added to the bucket. I want to race at least one race. Right. At least, yep. at least I want to do whatever it takes to just get on the grid one time and see what that's like. Uh, mm-hmm. Got that marked out of the bucket list. Um, the bucket list is so now we've completed a season. I'm, yeah. yeah. Have bike will travel. I'm looking for other places to go next year. We we should get into some of that, but. Um, Next year, I, I plan on doing the full USBA calendar. Yeah, so you're, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but you're making that that's going to be a pretty pretty top priority for you this year coming up yep. is making sure you're there for every USBA race. And I mean, USBA is changing too, so it's not going to be just a repeat of last year, rinse and repeat. They're changing some things, so that'll be kind of new and exciting. Changing a lot of things. Still waiting for the official official. So we'll hold on that, but. We'll be back to a six race schedule minimum. Yep. And uh, so going to do that, but I'm hoping, I'm really hoping to uh, throw some races along the way in there. Uh, if I can get over this little wing issue, uh, I would love to make it to CVMA one more round. Uh, before when is there, when does that end? April. April. Okay. So yeah, you get, you got some time for recovery. And So it's a, they do basically one a month and it's, seven weekends okay and in the past they have skipped december they've taken december off but this year they started a little later so i and did I, and did december okay yeah and and did december so i believe it goes all the way to april so all right i'd love to go hit one more of them rounds but man i found myself the last two weeks uh talking to people uh, whether it was a CVMA or talking with you or, uh, even, even talking to rainy mm-hmm. Thunderhill, man, I got to go back. You want another shot at Thunderhill, but an actual shot, huh? But I want an actual shot. I want to go race Thunderhill. So, All right. I mean, I think, you know, some people are just good period. Right. Right. Put anything in front of them. They'll go figure it out. Other people definitely have preferences and, I'm not trying to say you're not good at certain things, but I think I can definitely say you are, you're a man that is comfortable at high speeds. Getting and more every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, riding with you, I've ridden with you a lot. You've ridden with me a lot. And I, I think that's what I've noticed. I myself am not as comfortable at high speeds. And we noticed that at Thunder Hill, both of us together. So I think that'd be good. I think that'd be good for you. Thunder Hill. What a, you know, every time I think about it, I'm like, man, I, I want a redemption shot, but an actual redemption because I did right. not feel, I didn't feel a place there at all. But and even that with, track is wild. 
even with that happening, I mean, what'd you think of that track? I mean, oh, it was, it was sweet. I mean, I, I remember pulling up there. It was weird to drive through California, but you're in the northern, like, eastern edge of California. So it's just all farmland and, like, just kind of farm community type people. Some little rolling so, hills. Yeah, you know, and that was that was different. And then the hotel was pretty close, but it was it was your classic drive through some fields, don't see anything, and then out pops a racetrack, you know? And then I just remember pulling up and seeing the hill. And then I remember the the first session in the morning watching the people go up over that hill. I mean, that's like, that'll be in my mind forever. But all, there were, I, I watched that track, like point of view videos of that track multiple times in preparation for it, looked at the map, and we didn't know about that elevation until we got there. Oh, oh no. And there are, it's not just the hill either. The hill is blind, but there's another hill on the back that's blind. And if you take the wrong line, we can tell you exactly what happens <laughs> on the one of them. The other one, <laughs> I, I only imagined what would have happened. Yeah, I don't know which one I'd rather do. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, off-camp wonder... return, the, the huge sweep in turn two, and then, you know, watching Max Toth out there just absolutely destroying people as a, what, 16-year-old kid at the time, I think, maybe? Yeah, I believe so. Not to, I want to bring this up so I don't forget, uh, not to get off subject, but you remember, you remember last week I was talking about a little Joe Roberts kind of maybe flying by me that I have caught on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember that, uh, that mention. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I got to go back and look at that because guess what I heard? Hmm. What do you got? There was only one bike that he rode while he was out there. From what I understand. Okay. Where are you going with that? So he passed me, and that's fair. I don't yeah. expect to be able to beat Joe Roberts, right? I would, you know, I would hope you had more in your future than USBA if you could beat Joe Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? My understanding is he was out there on a Graves bike, a Graves-prepared Kawasaki. Okay, yeah. You remember he may or may not have passed some other people. Yeah. Yeah, well... As far as I can tell, homeboy was on a 400 RR. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. From the video or from other people also? Uh, I just listened to some other podcasts, actually, that have more intimate knowledge of Joe Roberts and what he was doing out there as far as testing tires. And uh, I, I know he was there with Graves. He was riding a Graves-prepared 400 RR. And the comments kept, uh, they kept making comments about how it looked like a 600 on the track. Mm -hmm. And so I've got to go back and try to zoom in on the video and try to figure that out. Cause it wasn't green. It was black. It was a black bike. Yeah. But Graves, I think is one of the first ones to make race fairings for it. Yeah. And they're, so they, they they're, could have been brand one. new race. Yeah, Graves obviously is big in Kawasaki land. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that it's interesting. You mentioned not to, not to brush past that that part but interesting you mentioned that it looked like people were saying it looked like a 600 because i don't know if i would quite say that but i would only not say that because of like the the, the obvious things which is just mostly the first thing i look at on a bike is the position of the handlebars and the second thing i look at on a bike is the width of the rear tire True. and then i usually move to the front brake to see if i got a dual 
or a single front disc. Anyway, um, so I don't know if I would have picked it off as a 600 right off the bat, but like looking back at it, the couple that we saw down in it, um, Atessa were definitely like, yeah, they have a very similar look to the 636. I would kind of agree with that, I guess. Yeah, and then it was all black, so I didn't expect it. Well, that's quite the advertisement for you. Kawasaki, though. <laughs> yes. Go buy yes. this 400 RR. It will pass yeah. a 2022 S1000. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it's not the first 400 I've been passed by in my life, I regret to say, but... Yeah, it happens. But I was more worried about the people that had passed me that he was passing also. Yeah, that's yeah. There's some other people there that yeah. But all right, that is that is what it is. That's interesting. Um, but back to the tracks. Do you have? We're gonna knock some more tracks off next year, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. This USBA schedule is gonna keep me relatively locked in at home, at least certain weekends. You know, there'll be a lot of planning involved to get out to other places. But we plan on going to Dakota. Yep. Watch MotoGP this year again. 100%. Yep. Um, you plan on catching any Moto America events while you're over there? I think I'll definitely try and head down to Road Atlanta again. Um, I got to look at their calendar. I haven't really looked at it too much, but I definitely want whatever is close to me, which is Road Atlanta. Um, I would like to make it out to Barber. Who knows? Uh, nope. New Jersey might be better. You know, I got some uh, some people up in New Jersey I know, so it makes it a good excuse to head up there. So, yeah, definitely try and make it to one. Um, I mean, I, we sit here and promote everyone going out to events, so I feel like if I don't go to my own event, then what am I talking about? So, probably right. do that again. New Jersey be the last race of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got we've got a couple people to support in Stock One Thousand this year. Yep. They're only doing five races, but do you have any highlights from the year? Anything that stood out as far as visiting tracks? What was your funnest track this year? And so that's tough. That's a tough call, honestly, between Atlanta Motorsports Park and the Podium Club. Podium Club was sweet. I only wish I could have gotten more time in a single configuration. Like, I wish I lived close, if that makes sense. Right. So I could just keep going back, the same configuration, same direction. Atlanta Motorsports Park was just, and that track was cool. The people there were cool. The track was cool. I had all morning out on the Jixer, you know, and until the the uh, the event of the day, it was a it was a sweet trip, hundred percent worth it. Felt great out there. Immediately started picking it up, which is partially just because that track is so so good for reading. They've got like permanent just signs everywhere for your turn in point, your turnout point, your look here point, your break here point, just everything. So it makes it super easy to pick up on really quick. It's a smaller track in length, so it was super easy to just turn laps out there. Um, and I think the the track day organization, shout out to Evolve GT, honestly, they made the environment nice and relaxed and just super easy going, which was always great. It's always great. So I'd, I'd probably give it to Atlanta Motorsports Park. It could be because I only got really a half day there. So after I put the Aprilia down, I went back out on the Jixer for a round, but it was like, Still kind of had the nerves a little bit, you know, it was a little shaky, caught myself coming down the straight and like not grabbing the brake as hard as I should have, but still braking as late as normal. And every time I came across the straight that, that round, 
stupid excuse, but there was a crosswind that was actually blowing my bike a little bit sideways. At least it sure felt like it. Like you'd come out behind these trees. It's a long sweeping left going into the straight. You come out from these trees and the wind just hits you. But then as soon as you get halfway down the straight, there's a big old building on the side and the wind is just gone. So it's just like kind of super wonky going through there. It's like a freeway in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. So that's why I kind of called it called it a day a little early. So that could lend to why I liked it more. Who knows? But yeah, de- definitely going to go back. Left you wanting more. Absolutely. Well, some some highlights from my year. Yeah, what you got? Out. You got a favorite all track sports. or favorite race? Uh, all, I really loved Arizona as well. The podium club. I'm excited to get back there. Uh, looks like if... I got to line these schedules up, man. CRA, Apex Assassins is doing the track day ahead of it, but there is a CRA race okay. at Podium Club. So if that doesn't overlap with the USBA, I'll see if I can't. What, is, down there. what does CRA stand for? I'm not California I'm sure. Racing Association, I believe. California. Okay. Okay. Uh, that, was a, that was a highlight. That was a nice new track. Chuck Walla was awesome, but... This year, it was a year of firsts. There was a lot of firsts, so it's hard to pick anyone because I really loved... I, I have like a double-edged... How do you say? So, well, we've talked on here multiple times, but the home track, USBA, we didn't have air fence, so we were only able to race the West, West configuration. Right. On one hand, that sucks because I really like the East. You want to race the West. You want to race the East. And I keep reminding myself that most places, they don't have that option. You know, you have some tracks that have clockwise and counterclockwise, but a lot of tracks yeah, or, don't even have that. It's just, or just a chicane. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, something like that. So I shouldn't whine too much, but right. it made everybody a superstar on the West, I think. Because we had, I mean, we had four races eight track days on top of that, you know, mixed in there. So I think everybody's became a West expert. And yeah. I mean, it's a, a full year at, in one place. Yep. That would so do it. It'll be interesting next year when they link the East back in, start mixing it up. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be nice to see how that goes. But I would like to point out, I really did appreciate my opportunity to go to Brainerd this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, not racing, but just tagging along with Anthony. That was very eye-opening. A peek behind the curtains on you know how the big boys do it. And yeah, a little little behind the scenes action there. A little behind the scenes actions, but I mean, just from the standpoint of, I think it gave me an edge on pit setup, what you need, you know, where you where you go to get this, where you go to get because any of the club races, it's the same thing, just on a smaller level. So I was going to ask you about that, like. After doing a full season, after going, you know, USBA and CVMA, only one round of CVMA, but still been out there, and then going and and running a, a stock one thousand team almost at Moto America, you know, how do they, how do they compare? What's the, uh, what's the differences? Did it feel similar? So, or is Anthony's it so done off? it before, so we'll 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 just we'll keep shouting him out. But that's one of the things he challenged, and and he's not wrong. Uh, CVMA event. I mean, even if you leave out the fact that all these top name drivers, riders were there, mm-hmm. even if you leave that part out of it, the, the fill, the prep, the, just the, the semi rigs that are pulled in there, 
I mean, it feels much closer to a Moto America event than say a USBA round does. Okay. But I mean, we're all playing racer at the club level, right? Right. We're all playing professional racer. It's, but it's the same. It, it, it It's the same at a Moto America event. When you're there, the only real difference is everything's bigger, of course. Right. And you don't have an option on tires. There's only one tire trailer. <laughs> that's where you're getting them. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. But but for me, it was just good behind the scenes, you know, seeing what it looks like at that level. It all trickles down. Yeah, so, and I, just, just as a reminder, you know, Brainerd, obviously you didn't ride it, but seeing it. Are we uh, are we putting that on our on our list of tracks we need to go to? Uh huh. I would say yes, but it's not in the top five. We've we've, okay. we've got other tracks we need to see first. Got it. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, what a year! I mean, let's talk. Uh, let's talk the mechanical side. You know, I put a I put a motorcycle down, brought it back. You had a different issue. You didn't go to Vegas this year, so no. No ground issues, but yeah, we, we uh, Josh Fisher, he he uh, challenged me at the beginning of the year. You know, they put that little NRC sticker on your mm-hmm. bike, mm-hmm. and then round one, they put a sticker that just shows his number one. And I don't know if they intend to do it that way, but it works out nice. You can lay the next one, next one, next one, and if you finish the year, it just says NRC one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think. In the race three, uh, when he was doing tech, I made a comment. I said, "I said, look at that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill the whole window up." And he said, <laughs> "He said it, it, it's not about, it's not about making it every week. It's about your, the actual window making it through the whole year without getting crashed off." Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And we made sense. it. We made it. Uh, my big mechanical. I did blow a motor up this year, which. Forced us to move up to the 22. Yeah. Luckily had one uh, sitting in the stable waiting. Yeah. Which, was, you know, she was probably happy about that, to be honest. Probably. And I needed the push to get over the edge, but I've, I've fell off that cliff now. I Yeah. We're not. I'll, I'll just keep a pretty fresh bike, I think. Yeah, that's fair. So what's the, I mean, what's the plan with that? That's a, you blew an engine. He swapped over to a 2022, but. No, I still saw plenty of the 2010 around, so what's... So, I like riding her. Okay. She's the she's the, she's the the backup bike at this point. Um, the real reason she's still around, the real reason she's still around is I did have to miss a round, and I haven't seen this schedule yet, but uh, there is a vintage class at USBA. Mm-hmm. I would like to challenge for that title next year in the vintage class, so I'm going to keep it around at least long enough to do that yeah well you know if there's a bike if there's a bike to take it that's probably the one and having a fresh motor with are you getting any i don't know if you want to let your secrets out here necessarily but is there anything build wise going on she'll just be fresh okay all right keeping it keeping it all under the radar huh all right just all fresh and legal (laughs) all right yeah, speaking of windshields, you know, that, that made me laugh because uh, we've got them cool stickers you bought a while back, got your name on it with the American flag, you stick it on the side of the windshield. Those are super, I'll you know, make you feel professional, if you will. 
uh, I, I felt bad about it because when he bought it, he bought that pack and sent me one. And it's got like 10 of them. I was like, man, I'm only going to use two of these. Why do you spend the money on so many of them? And then I laid my bike down. I was like, oh, okay, there's one reason. <laughs> Throw two more on there. And then I put them on the, on the new bike. And, or no, I think I put them on the like windshield, the used windshield that I bought off a guy to get back out on the track the next day. I got home. I was like, I'll probably just keep this. Stuck some more on there. And then two weeks later, I was like, I got to go back to the standard windshield. This one doesn't quite fit right anyway. So I went and got another windshield and I was like, there's two more. And now I'm looking <laughs> at the pack and I'm like, ah, that's why. That's that why you just buy a whole why. pack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, kind of the same thing. I've been giving myself crap because I felt like I hadn't done any, any track days this year. But, but looking seriously? back at it, I think you just had a big gap there in the middle that made it feel like you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there is something to be said for, uh, from the non non motorcycle non track riding side driving across country to go see a new track you know that's not a it's not a small trip the the flight to UMC that was still an awesome trip but the flight doesn't give you that i put in the distance you know you flying 6 hours compared to driving 30 is a little different so that trip was just sweet uh riding with the apex assassins boys it's always awesome and cooping his boys out in out in colorado super cool group of guys to ride with uh i haven't made as many like connections out here yet so i think that's also probably what i'm lacking a little bit and i never went to the ridge this year which you know we always talk about the ridge but it didn't feel like a normal year because i never went to the ridge i think my my brain and the bike were like when are we uh are we ever gonna get to the ridge well i know i know you preach against flying and everything but that might be the that might be the one. Stock one thousand hits the ridge this year. That's that's one of the races on their calendar. So Okay. Might yeah. Need, might need to go to the ridge and support the boys. We could do that. Maybe. <laughs> Should be in June, I would assume. Like oh, it usually man, is. I don't want to go in June. It'll, it'll be, be hot. It'll be hot and dry and it'll be great. Well, yeah, we'll look into that. Um yeah. Well, all right. I think that for me, that's kind of wrapping up 2023. So we already talked a little bit about next year, but you got anything on your. You I got, you... So my plan, I'm out here on the coast, you know, and uh, we have that sweet book that shows us all the tracks in the U.S. And I kind of mm-hmm. want to just make my way up the coast. I figured I'd uh, I'd plan out some days for myself, send an invite over your way, whatever you can make, whatever you can't, you know, it's up to you, but. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of work my way up the coast. That's why I'm kind of thinking New Jersey and catch the race and maybe ride out there. We'll see about that. But Well, let's see what say the listeners. Jennings? Yeah, okay. Jennings do we GP. Do go to Jennings Florida? to hit a new track together? Or do I get out there and do Atlanta with you? Atlanta there's, Motorsport Park. There's the question. I will say Jennings will come sooner. We could go to Jennings as soon as three weeks from now if we wanted to. <laughs> but... Oh, I can't. Yeah, I don't think I can either, to be honest. It's going to be cold. <clears throat> Jennings or Atlanta? All right, yeah, listeners, it's up to you guys. Leave a comment down below. Let us know. Let Cole know, I guess, because I'll, I'll just make it happen either way. Yeah. Oh, that's tough, because Jennings, like, you know, I'm out here, and I might not be out here forever, so I want to knock as many off as possible. But Atlanta was just sweet. It was, it was so much fun. Like, I don't even, I know I already talked about it for so long but it, it was sweet if you if you're anywhere in the area in georgia i'd say head to atlanta motorsports park road atlanta's cool 
haven't ridden there, want to, but Atlanta Motorsports Park is like a sweet spot for just the average motorcycler, track day, or even well, we, club racer. But We need a plan, because before you get out of there, I want to do Atlanta Motorsports Park. Okay, yeah. I want to do Jennings. Mm-hmm. Barber. And I absolutely want to do Barber. I don't have to do Atlanta Motor... Uh, what is it? Atlanta... Road Atlanta? Yeah. Road Atlanta. I don't have to do Road Atlanta in my mind. I would love to do Road Atlanta. I don't have to do that one, but I would really love to hit that other one. All right. Yeah, Barber's Barber's definitely on my list. I don't know about this year, but definitely on my list while I'm out here. VIR is on my list. Um, there's another one. It might just be Road Atlanta. Those are kind of the, the three big ones that are near me down in this area. Like Those are the ones that everyone talks about. Those are the ones that you're most likely to find on a video game, you know, cause it's, it's one thing when you're talking to non-motorcycle friends or even motorcycle friends that never been to a racetrack and you're like, yeah, man, Atlanta motorsports park. They're like, Oh yeah, dude, I've, I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. I'm like, do you? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, sweet. That's awesome. You start talking about it. They're like, wait, what? And you just, you know, you lay it down or you're talking about stuff. They're like, Oh no, man, I'm talking about Atlanta, the racetrack in Atlanta. I'm like it road Atlanta, the one everyone knows. Right. So it's, I will say it's nice because I talk to people all the time and they're like, you know, what do you do? Oh, I ride motorcycles. They're like, oh, that's cool. What do you ride? And I show them, they're like, do you race? And I'm like, well, no. And they're like, I didn't even know there were racetracks out here. Do you like, you're like, you're currently doing that? I'm like, there's a racetrack two and a half hours north of here. There's one two hours south. There's one four hours. Yeah, there's racetracks out here, but no one knows them because they're smaller, which is what we're used to. But I think it would be kind of nice to hit some bigger tracks and be able to have those conversations with people on something yep. that they think they know about or they do know about. So I think yeah. those those three are definitely on my list. Jennings, I haven't heard as much about Jennings as you have, um, but obviously we've, we've got a little bit different friends. So Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do Jennings, but I keep hearing you talk about Atlanta Motorsports Park, so I, I don't want to miss that one. Yeah, we got to go. We'll make it there, but uh, yeah. Audience, listeners, leave a comment. Hit us up on Instagram. Tell us where we're going first. We'll make it happen in 12 weeks yeah after uh after some healing goes down three weeks i don't think i can do you know i can cheat this 12 weeks thing but <laughs> i don't think i can cheat it by that many oh, so you can cheat it for chuck walla but you can't cheat it for atlanta huh or for jenny i went to chuck walla just before uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah all right all right all right all right <laughs> well what else you said you're making all usba maybe heading back out to cvma thunder hill kind of so glossed over that one well, I don't know about gloss. I've just been looking a lot about, man, I have a license. Yeah, indeed. You might as well use it. I might as well use it. You're so like a 16-year-old is like, hey, can I go do the groceries? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got a race license. I just got a race. Well, well, seriously. So, I mean, just looking at it, I, USBA needs to release their damn schedule so I can get this figured out. But when they get that official schedule released, then I can lay it down and look at it. But... You know, Coop's got a new racing league over there, too. Yeah, that's not not far from you. Yeah, I might be able to go kick over and hit one of them this year, too. But, but yeah, if I could do six rounds of USBA, maybe one at Thunder Hill, another one at Chuckwalla. One out in Colorado. One, at, one in Colorado, one in Arizona. My gosh, I'm going to have to buy a new truck. It's gonna be a lot of tires. That's what that's gonna be. Maybe a couple of trailer tires in there too. Yeah, I think so. 
Maybe I should use the takeoffs for the trailer. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, now you're thinking. What, what do they call that? The dark side when you use a car tire on a bike? Maybe I can do it the other way around. It was, uh, the black hole side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be when the trailer goes off the road and sucks your truck in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a great year. I'm looking forward to it. I've warmed up out here. I know what I like. I know what I'm set off to that I want to go see. Hoping to have you come out to as many as possible. I don't know how many trips out west I'm going to make this year, so no promises, boys, but probably going to be stuck on the East Coast a good bit. But I'm excited. It's looking, it's shaping up to be a good year. Uh, I think we've got some big news coming up in the next few weeks. I don't want to spill any beans that aren't in a can or able to be spilt, but what? I was just trying to keep up with the cans and the beans and the spilt, but go ahead. Well, what not? I mean, I never I was just knew what, up. What, what beans do you spill when you're spilling beans? All of them. All right. Well, pick your beans that you like. I don't want to spill them, whatever they might be in, because they might not even exist yet. They could still be in the ground. How about that? I don't want to spill any beans that have not yet sprouted. Got it. All right. Um, but some big things coming up. We'd like to call out last week. I'll put it that way. We'd like to call out from Wera, any 675 Dreamer. If you're listening again, send the podcast out to your boys. Let them know what's good. Throw another call out. Let's see what you guys got. The same thing goes for you, CVMA. Keep it up. That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. All right. We had a good year. We're going to have a great year. And we said it would be short. It would be short. That's it. That's all so, we got. Let, let me end by saying appreciate everybody that's listened this year. Look forward to continuing to make these. I uh, hope you guys like them. As Easton always says, if there's something you'd like to see or hear about, put it in the comments and please like and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Same from same for me. Not to just ditto that, but huge appreciation to you guys, our listeners. You keep us going. We're not making any money from you yet, but we're the comments, the feedback, hearing from you guys, you know, the messages on Instagram, that's what keeps us going. So keep it alive. We'll keep it alive and looking forward to see you all in the new year. Happy holidays. Go spend some time with the family and keep riding. Yep. Happy New Year.